0: Welcome to the Raw Songwriting Podcast. I'm your host, David Coyle, and today we're talking with Perry Adams, who was part of the Christmas Roundtable in Episode 8 of Season 1, as well as the New Year's Roundtable from Episode 10, also of Season 1. But what has she been up to since then? Without further ado, let's find out what's new with Perry Adams. Hey, Perry, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Dave. How are
0: you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Let's what what have you been doing what do you have you been keeping busy uh uh since uh new year's
1: oh man uh well i i've been working of course trying to um make sure i can keep the lights on here um, in that pesky day job um
0: that yeah those day jobs (laughs) it's all that's always a pain in the ass but uh but I think yeah, but well, so so you are managing to keep the the, the lights on, and I am. Uh, have you found yourself uh, uh, having the light of inspiration?
1: Yes, so yeah, I mean I've done a couple of the Fearless Songwriting Challenges, and um, then Song School was in August, so that was pretty awesome, and um, I did go to Folksfest Fest afterwards, which is always inspiring for me excellent and um who were some we, of
0: the acts that you saw at folks fest oh
1: man uh bonnie and taylor sims
0: love mm, them. Yeah.
1: Uh, a bunch of the the song school um teachers so ellis um Vance mary Gaucher, was she, Gilbert. Was she i actually did not watch mary Gauchet's. Oh, okay um i needed to finish a song during her set so
0: well i think you have to have your priorities and that's that's (laughs) actually pretty important so yes Um. (laughs) and did you finish the song did you uh... i I did i did
1: yeah it was it was fun um i needed to finish this duet that i was
0: writing oh cool
1: yeah yeah now i just need to find somebody to sing with me
0: oh okay i think i saw that you're taking production courses is that right
1: I am. I'm taking a, a class on how to um, do production from my home studio um, and basically be able to go on to all of the freelance sites and do session work and do um, songwriting work, that kind of thing. My main focus right now is the session work because I do session work here in Pittsburgh um, at uh one of the recording studios. And uh, that's pretty awesome. But sometimes um, the producer there is so busy that it's, it's hard to slot me in where he needs um, to get stuff. Um, So
0: and that's mostly um, that's mostly singing. Or is it uh, because you you're also you also act. So I mean, do you do voiceovers and that sort of thing?
1: Do I don't do voiceovers? I mean, I would love to do voiceovers, but I have not broken into that market. Wow. Um, but I I do session singing work.
0: Is that usually for commercials, or is that uh, for people's albums, or how does for that for people's albums? Okay, is that normally is that normally people that you know, or are you just kind of no uh, available to producers? <laughs> various producers have you as on a list of people they there's, can pull in.
1: There's just one here in in Pittsburgh. Um, I started going to the Pittsburgh Songwriters Circle. Mm -hmm. Um, So they do a a compilation album every year. And each of the songwriters that's part of the circle has the opportunity to put out one of their songs in this um, compilation. And um, you record with Mike at Electric Eye. And so I was in the compilation two years ago Um, And because I'm a very efficient um, recorder singing my mains and then my backgrounds and um, harmonies and all of that fun stuff, Mike, the producer was saying, Oh, well uh, this guy wants a female singer on his song. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. "Um, Oh, well, this guy needs some background vocals on his song. Do you, do you want to do that? Sure. (laughs) and then um so as he's started doing um other people's albums and they've needed um any sort of background vocal or if they need a female lead on anything he calls me and so that's that's been pretty awesome and then so i figured well if i can you know lessen the load and just uh you know record from my house and send him tracks then he doesn't have to worry about uh, making time in his schedule for me. Um, though it is lovely to hang out with him, you know, sometimes we don't have time for that.
0: Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Well, but it just goes to show though, if you're, if I think you said efficiency, uh, but just professionalism, I think that, that, that goes a long way. I know there's several, uh, several shows that I, I've got called in on is like, I didn't even, necessarily uh applied to play at a place but because they knew i was reliable they kind of hit hit me up uh yeah you know when some other people flaked out and uh you know just just being somebody that people know are reliable and able to do the job really well yes. that 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 goes a long way so all you people listening out there get your act together well no, <laughs> anyway but we're here to talk about songwriting. <laughs> we're here to talk about songwriting, and you have been writing songs, a bunch of songs, because you said you did some fearless uh, challenges, and I did. And uh, sounds like since song school, you've you've had a um, some other type of group going on. Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: The fearless ones. I did the January one because I really wanted to give my butt a kick. Then I did the July one that was right before song school. Um, so that I wasn't walking into song school just, you know, fresh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I like that. It's uh, boot camp for song school. Okay. <laughs> basically. Yeah. You know, we got to song school, and uh, obviously at song school we do all sorts of song circles, and we're such a sherry and lovey group that um, the the people that I was camping around, we were doing a sort of a song thing in the morning and um one of them said hey i want to start a group for us on facebook where we'll do well uh he wanted to do a song a week but we were like whoa
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um and then uh so we we're like okay every other week sort of like a bi-monthly uh-huh. um write a song thing but with a prompt we we've done two so far um we did uh, the end of August and then the middle of September. And then we'll have another one coming up next week, which I still have to write. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make it happen.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's sometimes good to have a fire lit under your butt and, and, and this, this song that you brought in today comes yeah. from one of those prompts. It uh, does. so let's talk about this. This song's underwater tattoo. So this here is a, uh, brand spanking new song by Perry Adams, and it is called Underwater Tattoo.
2: He's not right for me, just nothing in common, you see, but he's hot and we talk
0: That was "Underwater Tattoo" by Perry Adams, and I just have to say it's like a super charming but but somewhat sad song. <laughs> so yeah, let, let's talk about this here. I mean, have you actually have you actually dated a guy with an? Uh, well, first off, what is an underwater tattoo? What 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 does that mean?
1: So basically, um, it the the prompt was "underwater tattoo," and then there was a picture of like a full back tattoo of underwater sea creature things happening on Mm -hmm. like the full back piece um so that's an underwater tattoo
0: (laughs) well all right all right
1: and honestly the prompt came up and i was like oh oh what in the hell am i gonna do with that because i've never known anyone who has one of those so not that i can recall or or yeah i don't remember anybody i know who has an underwater tattoo
0: but you've you've you know people that have had tattoos oh for sure and you know what it's like to be underwater i do so you know maybe it's not <laughs> that hard to pull them together i don't know so how did you find direction with writing the song
1: well i started completely different from um from where i ended up um and so where I started was okay underwater tattoo maybe I could like split it up where it's the end of one line and the beginning of another so that's really two different ideas but still the prompt (laughs) which yeah I mean uh it almost worked sure but then I could not I could not figure out how to make the tattoo part jive because I had come up with the line of you can't breathe underwater, and then I couldn't figure out how to make the tattoo part come in. So I was like, all right, what else can we do? <laughs> <laughs> what else makes sense? Oh, mm, love story, of course, because that's what I write about. Um, yeah. All the love stories. Um, and this isn't sad, this is the hey, I've met this really um, interesting person who is also not right for me. Um, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to hang out for a minute,
0: even though I know we he's shouldn't. He's got this <laughs> sexy tattoo. He's got exactly. this sexy tattoo. So, okay. Yeah. I guess that's so. Yeah. It's okay to hang out with the wrong person if they're, they're if super they have an sexy. underwater tattoo. Yeah. They get an underwater yeah. tattoo. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'm fond of tattoos too. So I, I could see that uh, swaying uh, or, or, or uh, uh affecting my better judgment so yeah. um, well so how do you how do you feel about the song do you do you like the song? Is it something that uh, you want to develop? I
1: like it I like it a lot. Um, uh, I tried a different strum that I haven't actually used in any other song that I've written oh, um
2: nice.
1: It's like a fan strum because I turned my guitar into a ukulele. of course I did
0: oh yeah mm-hmm.
1: um, but wait so- wait wait
0: wait a second you have a ukulele though, don't you? I do. So why would you, why, why? So that's, that's an interesting choice. Why did you decide to use the guitar instead of the ukulele for it?
1: Well, I wanted a bigger sound for, um, I don't know, just a bigger sound. And, um, it's, it's definitely a different sound with the, um, is it steel strings metal strings i don't know what they're made out of well it's also but two anyway. extra
0: strings so no that.
1: no it's not no oh. it's not. i took those right off
0: oh <laughs> you actually <laughs> took them off okay
1: took them off and if you capo a guitar at the fifth fret the top four strings are a ukulele
2: yeah
1: so um so i, I just took the the bottom two strings off and i'm using it as a ukulele and I probably would have used my ukulele, but um, I had gotten a new set of strings for it and it had a high G and I hate a high G on my ukulele. I hate it. I I mean, I need to restring it with another set that I have that has the low G I've been a bit busy. So um, restringing was not at the top of my priority list. I already had something that had the ukulele strings on it. So that happened.
0: Okay. 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 Yeah. Oh well Well, did you find that you know the same uh, tones you're working with there when you have it on the 5th fret but I mean do yeah. you find that uh is it different does it does it feel different when you're you're playing the guitar versus the the ukulele in that situation I mean um a how does little that affect bit it?
1: different just because it's bigger um I I do enjoy that cuz I I also played a gig like a week ago a little over a week ago um and it was really nice to be able to capo down oh yeah really nice i really enjoyed that part of it um but i mean otherwise it's it's like playing a ukulele it's yeah really not terribly different um
0: so it didn't affect the songwriting in any particular way you don't think
1: no no i don't think so but i did try the new um this new strum that i had learned like two years ago when i went to the allegheny ukulele soiree okay um and then um i did their online ukulele soiree this year and uh they they went a little bit further into it and i was like i really should use some of these (laughs) strums, and it felt um festive for this particular song so i thought yeah let's do this once i got the idea that it just needed to be a love song about some dude with an underwater tattoo it was pretty easy to write after that but it took nice. me it took me a while to get to that
0: yeah yeah
1: i was like i really wanted to do the split between the the lines but that didn't work out so
0: well what's what's next for the song do you feel like it needs to be revised or uh edited in I, any way
1: i like the way that it is however i think I think I could add in some alternate melodies hmm. for the chorus. Maybe like a double chorus at the end. Maybe an extended bridge. I'm not sure.
0: How do you normally go about revising a song after you've written it?
1: Well, um, it's usually that. It's like because I'm such a voice-focused uh-huh. songwriter, um, it's usually tweaking the melodies tweaking the melodies, making it so that it um, shows off more of what I can do as a singer.
0: And is that something that you usually do right away? Or do you sort of sit on a song for a while before you look at it? Or or do you, when you're trying to work that out, do you do it like playing out uh, at open mics or at, at gigs?
1: It's usually pretty soon, but sometimes if I'm just bored with how a song was written originally. Um, and, you know, I've been singing it for years or whatever. I will then sit down with it and try to put some licks in there. (laughs) Maybe figure something else out for it, switch it to a different instrument.
0: (laughs) So do you think this is something that's going to make it into your stage show?
1: Um, it might, honestly, I shared it with, um, a fellow songwriter here in Pittsburgh at the show that i played a week ago she's like are you gonna play underwater tattoo i've had it stuck in my head
0: <laughs> it's a catchy tune it's a catchy tune
1: and i was like not tonight maybe next time
0: <laughs> well i'll be sure to request it next time i i see you play live so for sure uh, for yeah. sure you know we've looked at the song we talked about what you've been up to uh last year but what what do you think what's next for perry adams
1: what's next is like really honing in on those um those home production skills really um and then i'm actually hoping that i can uh get my proverbial shit together for next year to maybe put out a christmas album i've Ooh. been getting requests for that so for a well, holiday album whatever you want to call it it's fine.
0: well i remember i remember we had you on the christmas episode Last year, you, you and BJ were both on there and both were sort of like, "Eh, we're not really Christmas people. And so, so what, what kind of Christmas album do you think you're going to do?
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm a Christmas person for sure. Um, Mm. But I haven't done, like, I've never written a Christmas song before um, your challenge, um, which, you know, which is an awesome
0: song, by the way. I love that song. (laughs) I really like it too. (laughs)
1: Um, But, uh, yeah, so I think I like holiday songs. Like, I like the Christmas songs, too. um, But for me, it's like songs about snow or, Uh you know. Sure,
0: sure, sure, sure.
1: Like, just general wintery kind of things um, because I love winter. I'm big on snowboarding and I love winter. Fall is my favorite season, let's not get it twisted but um (laughs) i
0: I wouldn't want to do that so i'll (laughs) take two steps back
1: right that's right um but (laughs) i i do love winter when i know a lot of people don't (laughs) um but i i love winter i love christmas it's you know it's a pretty great season of the year so
0: well this is uh i i know i've been for years i've been putting i've been making a point of writing uh holiday songs just sort of slowly like one a year or something like that with the idea this has been my cynical plan all along is to get my holiday albums you know I I have like I have four or five or maybe even six songs that i could do is like a christmas album or or a winter album like you were saying awesome. and and then and then i've got you know a full album's worth of halloween songs and then yes. i've got other scattered i have like a full like album
1: a, of halloween songs oh
0: probably probably <laughs> and then there's uh then i do have a father's day song a mother's day song and some other scattered holidays uh so i don't know i'm 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 i just need to sit down and actually do it but i think that's where the money is baby get your get your cynical holiday albums out there and, and start <laughs> raking in the cash. So well, I look forward to hearing it. I I, I I do think that you 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 have a wonderful style that would really be well suited for a for a Christmas or a winter album. I would love to hear that. So oh,
1: thanks. Yeah. yeah so I'm really, really hoping to get it together. Very nice. so, that, so that I can put that out next year.
0: Excellent.
1: I really threatened to the year before Like at the beginning of 2020, I thought I was going to get it together, and and then I didn't, so.
0: Okay, okay, wait wait a second, wait a second here. I I, I smell an opportunity here. Oh, yes. Are you willing to commit to putting out a Christmas or holiday or, or winter album by December 2022? Yes. You are going to commit to it?
1: Yes. Are you going to hold me accountable?
0: I will hold you accountable. Awesome, but if you do it, if you do it, we'll have you back on the show. We'll talk about it. How's that sound?
1: That would be great.
0: All right, I like it. All right, okay. Well, we're now coming to that uh, to the end of the the program here, our little uh, what's new segment. And uh, yeah, do you have anything that you wanna? I, I mean, the Christmas album's gonna be coming up in a little over a year, but yeah. what do you have right now that you'd like to plug?
1: If anybody's in the Pittsburgh area, I'm starting to play bar shows so that's exciting
0: where do you keep your most up-to-date listing of uh of events coming up
1: facebook and instagram
0: and so that would be under what's the handle
1: it's perry love
0: perry love all right at perry Perry love at perry love all right well on
1: facebook you can find me perry adams but um it's still under perry love as well
0: and you've got uh your album whiskey aftermath that's still out there yeah
1: that that dropped last april or nope yes yes maybe no it dropped in april of 2020 which feels like last april but yet it Uh,
0: was (laughs) yeah i know it's a year ago time is compressed and you can get that uh well presumably at you know all the usual receptive All,
1: all of the streaming platforms um if you want a CD, you can order it off of my website, which is PerryAdams.com. Um, and then,
0: and you have your EP yeah. too, which is uh, oh, what's the name of the EP? Puzzle it's, Piece. Puzzle Piece. It's it's a lovely EP. I, I, I love I love both of them. They're both great albums. Mm. Uh, so definitely, everybody check those out. Well, all right. Well, uh, Perry, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's always a pleasure to talk to you.
1: Always a pleasure, Dave. Thank you for having me.
0: You bet. All right, that's a wrap. Uh, Be sure to like and review the podcast, and you can follow me on Twitter at David L. Coyle or on Facebook at Dave Coyle's Musical Extravaganza. If you have any questions for me or about any of my guests, you can email me at rawsongwriting at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, please consider contributing to the program via Venmo at Dave Coyle or paypal.me slash Dave Coyle. In the meantime, keep your songwriting raw and riveting.